You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. Your dreams have now been fulfilled. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a current affairs and pop culture panel discussion series focusing on black women's issues. Starring Carla Stilwell, featuring Tamara Anderson and Nikola Blaze, special guest co-host Derek Anthony. Here's your MC, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a poppychuloradio.com and iTunes exclusive Poppy Chulo Radio Pop Culture On Demand. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2017, and I'm your host, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to the Dead Dead Budget episode of High Tea. Sit down and listen <laughs> while we fill out these welfare papers these evening, this evening. Um, cause we're all going to be on the bread line. Um, tonight I'm serving up this ain't no money for that wall bitches blend, um, at the table. Glad to have you all here. Let me introduce my very, very special guest. The, um, most shiny, fabulous, bubbly Michaela Blaze. Ooh, shiny and fabulous. I'll take it. Wonderful to be at your tea table, Carla Stilwell. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. The most crunchity, crispity, chocolatey, toastiest, chocolate-covered buttered love, Tamara Anderson. Ooh, I get chocolate and butter love and food to eat. Yes. Woo! Hello, everyone. And... Then there's this bitch, Derek Anthony. Hello, bitch. I have the talking stick. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to uh, make an announcement. Um, I don't think I've said it before. Um, this whore, Derek Anthony, has been guest co-hosting with us. And I think it's time to... Just give the whore a key so that he can come in when he wants and Ooh, be a thank part. Thank I'm old. Climbing through that window was a lot. <laughs> Yay! You get Congratulations. to come in forever. 
we can play and make peanut butter and honey sandwiches because I'm uppity. I don't use jelly. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. It was so difficult for me to get this key made. I stood at the Ace Hardware for hours debating. But alas, <laughs> I think it's time to just because <laughs> I'm tired of pulling down my window every week. He <laughs> ah, keeps getting I stuck on the curtain. The key was probably really cute. <laughs> uh-huh. We got you a little one with a purple. She got you a purple little handle on, it so you don't lose it. It's got, it's, it's got one with um Star Kitty on it. Anyway. Meow. <laughs> Before we even start this <laughs> foolishness tonight, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR. Hi T. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. All right, kids, before we even get into the politics... Lord, this story here done landed on my deskis. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call it When Good Proposals Go Bad. <laughs> oh, do tell. So have you heard this foolishness? This gentleman, um, was, there was a fit at Fenway Park. It was red. It was um, whoever that is, Boston, I think. And the Cubs were playing. It was a great competitive game. And um, this gentleman decided to propose to his lady on the Jumbotron. Well, she said no. Did she say it on the Jumbotron? Yes, she said no. Yes, she she did. No. like mm -mm. She said it like that? Yes, she was just like, no. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, and what do you mean no? And then she was like, I said no. And they start arguing. Had an argument. Mm-hmm. Isn't I, it like is it a comedy routine? No. No, no it was real. That's what made it so funny. It, it was real. In real life. It wasn't like a it wasn't an episode of blackish. It was like no. real. <laughs> were they black? They were black people? No. These were okay. these were these were uh saltine Americans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, they, uh, he he just got straight turned down. So the moral of the story is: don't ask any questions that you don't already know the answer to, and oh, please don't do it on the jumbotron. So did the jumbotron um, cameraman just like, okay, I'm just gonna go away now because they obviously recorded some portion of the argument. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, this has not been released. 
um, this footage and nobody really got it. So it's not on the internet yet, but there's a, like a line of tweets where people like, Oh my God, this just happened. And no, but there's no, no. footage on the internet yet. I trust me. I looked and <laughs> <laughs> no footage. The raw vegan, the raw vegan restaurant I used to work at people would occasionally commonly do that whole proposal thing in the middle of, of dinner service. And the ones we remember the most are the ones where the woman says, no, thank you. Well, I have a friend. This is, this is what I believe happened because I have a dear friend. They are the, the couple is married now. Derek probably knows who I'm talking about, but the guy in the couple he got caught cheating in a most horrific way. And yeah, so he yeah. decided that the way to make up to her was to propose. So he, oh, bought, yeah. he bought the ring with a credit card that was in her name. And oh. he proposed to her. Oh, gosh, my stomach hurt. That, made my, <laughs> that reversed my headache. Now I feel just tingly all over. Like I'm going to be paralyzed. And, Go ahead. And she was like... Um, hell no. I, what? <laughs> I think that's the sound of no. Like, if no had a color, let me show it to you now. This is no. Like, so <sighs> I suspect that this gentleman was trying to work his way out of the doggy house. And she was like, uh, no, no, my player. I'm not, I'm not jam for that. So it's people getting confused, you know, Kobe Bryant, after he had his big cheating scandal, he bought his wife that billion dollar ring or whatever. So these are these lame ass men going for the two for one. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do the proposal ring and the I'm sorry jewelry all in one go. And then there's an epic fail scene. It's their own yeah. fault. They have not talked this through. He this this dude didn't have any friends. Nobody loves him or cares about him. Nobody talked him out of this. Or he just didn't run it past anybody. He listen. If he did a big thing on the jumbotron, he ran it past somebody. Like it was probably the guy who did the Pepsi commercial, <laughs> like the, the one with oh, no gosh. friends who have any no like no context on anything. So he's. He's just out there making decisions on the fly and like not really referring because who could he have possibly told I'm going to go take her credit card. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. That's not it. I'm going to take her credit card. Let me get to the end. It's a great, it's a great idea. I'm going to take her money and buy her her own wedding ring because she's pissed at me about cheating. Well, look, Kayla, oh, let, me say, let me say this. The person in question is someone I grew up with. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, honestly, he didn't uh -huh. run that past none of us. No, right. he did. of course not. He did not. He <laughs> didn't run that past none of us. He ran that past his brain. Like, you know, it's like a little party in his brain. And it was four people inside. And it was and like, it sounded great to them. <laughs> and like, he went on ahead and executed it. 
and I mean, and what's funny is she, it, the, because I'm friends with both of them, and she had been telling me about this whole thing. I'd been hearing it from both sides. She called me and told me this. I said, "He did what with the what way? Huh?" I I said, "Huh?" Like fifteen. Like, did he return it? Is it going to take five days for it to go back on your credit card? Like, is that a How does this happen? I was so confused. Like it was like she was all upset and broken up and angry and hurt, and I was trying to be there for her, but I couldn't get past the questions I had. So I kept saying. What? Huh? What? So yeah. So anyway, um, the moral of the story again, you know, just take the L. Don't try to fix the L with an engagement, an engagement ring on the jumbotron at a major sports event. Just don't do it. Like, no, I mean, I think buying jewelry is appropriate. Right. I think buying jewelry in general is appropriate. Oh but- yeah. But outside of that, I mean, just keep it moving. Say sorry and keep your head down. But I I did this ridiculous shit to you. Will you spend the rest of your life with me? No. No. All right. So let us just get into these uh, politicals. Have our first little sips. Well, we've already sipped some tea on that poor man at Fenway. Bless his tiny, stupid, pointed head. Uh, (laughs) So, Congress strikes a budget deal today. Woo! The government won't shut down. Uh, Some of the highlights, lowlights, if you will, of the bill. $15 billion increase for defense fund where... The Cheeto had asked for $30 billion. He didn't get it. Uh, $1.5 billion for border defense. Um, there is absolutely no money in this $1 trillion budget for the wall. There will be no cuts to Planned Parenthood. There will be no cuts to sanctuary cities funding. And there is no new spending on, de- on the deportation task force. There will be $2 billion increase to the National Health Fund and um, millions are um, put in the budget as an increase to repay city police departments that have to um, accommodate the first family. So Mm -hmm. New York and Florida are about to get reimbursed and have a stipend put in the budget, a budget line put in to reimburse them for um, the Cheetos travel. Wow. That's our budget. It just sounds like Hillary really did get elected. Kind of. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, aside from the family stipend thing because she would have been totally down for staying in the white house she would have been all over she would have been rubbing each of her ass cheeks on some part of the white house every day like yeah. uh, that's what i would do uh, <laughs> you think i wouldn't and i would as well I would never have pants on in the oval office <laughs> never and apparently he doesn't either so huh? Oh, <laughs> um, so I always wonder about this defense spending. I always see, 
I think it comes out as toys for these gentlemen. I don't ever think it comes in the form of like all the soldiers get a raise. No, or it does. They no. get more in their pension, or no, it doesn't. It, it's just stuff for investors in military arms companies, right? Pretty much. Um, pretty much. Pretty darn much. Yeah, but still, still, um, soldiers and 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 vets. I mean, they love them some Republicans. It's all. It's so interesting to me that I mean, I know the Dems will cut defense spending, but it's usually mostly for the stuff. Um, right. But the Republicans. Spend way more. It would make it would piss me off more if somebody was spending way more money just not on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I think it's something. I think it's something that happens when you go through basic training. Because I know people who went through basic training and started out as Democrats, and by the time they came out the service, they were, you know, died in the war Republicans. Yeah, and and most. Them are, 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 and most of them are, are not, and they do, they're on a spectrum, you know, a scale of Republican, you no, know, Republican. But it's also this idea of, of patriotism. I mean, you have to kind of have something in your mind. You're going like to these really remote, batshit crazy places for people who don't even know who you are or even know sometimes what you're doing. And the line of soldier funding. A lot of people don't realize this is not always under the defense line. Mm-hmm. It's usually mm-hmm. under veteran affairs, pension, salary, things like that. And that's the area that's not always plugged up. Now, what is included in defense funding are all of those crazy contracts. Because, you know, now that we're really in Afghanistan, a lot of private, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of private people are in Afghanistan. That is how soldiers, former soldiers, you know, send their kids to college and pay off their debt is mm-hmm. they go back as a private citizen and make like six figures to protect people. And that mm-hmm. is where that defense money really does pay for. Not that I'm, you know, knocking it, but that's another reason why they're also very supportive because what you're offering them as a job is they may be able to come back here and push, you know, um, Johnny B. Smith out of his position because they have military experience and work for Homeland Security, but they only making like 40, 50,000 a year. Whereas they can come, you know, they can go back over there as a private citizen. And usually it's because one of their friends owns the company or is doing some work and has recommended them. You know, there's a lot of private security that has mm-hmm. to be done over there. And they are the ones to do it because they already did it basically for the US of A. So why not do it? You know, they you know, we have people going over there all the time, embassy stuff. So they're the ones that you want on the, on your team because some of the private people that are coming over there, you know, don't have the experience that the Marines or anybody who's in special forces might have. You know, they're right. able to, you know, they're able to and those skills are so specific that they're not always transferable when they come over here in the real world. Well, the other thing to Derek's point about these, the, the flip-flop um, is, well, Makayla was making a point too, is the Democratic Party since the Vietnam War has not been a party that would, you know, support employing soldiers. Like, 
the Democratic Party is basically trying, usually talking about how we don't want to go fight nowhere. No, is we can we do this diplomatically? So mm-hmm. you know you're being told when you're in the service that these Democrats are trying to get rid of your your fund your job and your GI Bill and all and you know trying to undermine your quality of life. So that's a lot. That's where a lot of that, um, you know, the party has not, the Democratic Party has never been seen as that type of patriot. Like, because war is not the the thing that we discuss and it's often questioned by the party. Right. Uh, so we'd rather so, five people over there to kill one person, not a whole army. You know. So, right. And like, what's their incentive to do it? What's the Democrats' incentive to do it? Because the the, the soldiers ain't going to vote for them anyway. Right. So, so Don't give them a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Forget you then. Bye. 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 So listen. Also, um, the Cheeto admitted that being president is hard. <laughs> I, it, it, is, it is harder than he ever imagined. Now, mm-hmm. let's just set. Let's just break this down. That motherfucker was sitting somewhere looking at that black man. It's like, a, I know I can be president. If this Negro American is president, I know I can do it. And he got that he first said- big stack of papers, like the first briefing for like, <laughs> this is what you're going to do today where you have to learn all, everybody's name and the history of their culture and all that stuff. And they're like, okay, this is for today. He was like, wait, 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 for today. <laughs> Yeah, this um, is more so, homework I've had my whole life. His like, whole life. <laughs> like this motherfucker be up at like 9 30, 10 o'clock at the kitchen table, like, I don't even know this word. Like, what is this? I'm reading. <laughs> I don't know. It's this pronounced is. Shiite. She she high? <laughs> she high? What is a she high? No Shiite. What is that? Like he's very, very him and Baron are sitting at the table. Well, Baron ain't there, so no, they're not doing homework together. Uh, cause he Baron's been banished to the castle in New York. Yeah. But here's the other thing, because the Cheeto did all these strange interviews in the last couple of days to commemorate his hundred days of nothingness. Mm. Um and <laughs> Like it is literally the hundred days of darkness. Uh, he also said after he told um, routers that being the president was so much harder. Um, he also gave uh, compared himself to Andrew Jackson, our 15th president. And um, he went on a very, very um, extensive um, history lesson about how Andrew Jackson would have never allowed the Civil War to happen and he didn't want any parts of the conflict and he was a really good man and he could have prevented it. The Civil War never had to happen. It could have been worked out. Now the problem (laughs) and then Frederick Douglass wrote it on the (laughs) <laughs> the door of truth behind him. Like this. What? What'd you what? Say? And Harriet Tubman showed up in a Cadillac. 
and they all smoked yeah. some weed. And then Tupac, yeah, Tupac rolled on top. <laughs> like, what? What you know, when Tupac and Biggie were shooting at each other from the north and the south, it was that was the, the turning point for the Civil War, really. So here, let, let's, let's talk about some fun historical facts. Andrew Jackson died in, in 1845. The Civil War didn't begin until 1861. It's like I, everybody knows. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was the 14th president. For, yeah, he was. But they're bookends for the Civil Rights Act. Like they're the same year. <laughs> like, except instead of an eight, you put a nine in front of six. Like that's how you remember it. Like, they're the same years. They're the same. They're like they are oh. the same. They are the same. You are right, girl. They are. 1961 and 1968 is when we but, got all our magical acts. But, but listen, listen, listen to me, young lady. How in the how in the fudge sickle popsicle ice cream? Would that mofo know anything about anything for black people? Or just anything. I mean, I'm at the point now where <laughs> I don't even know if it's, I mean, call him a racist would make him smart. Yeah. He's like, he's like one step shot. In fact, no, no. He's an undiscovered SSI check. He's not one yeah. step shy of one. It's like he didn't fill out the paperwork because he made too much money. He he is missing just enough sales to be like categorized, like with an IEP. Literally, literally, there is something because he goes on like it's the truth. And you're like, like Andrew, Andrew Jackson had slaves, first of all, 150 of them, in fact. He was a proud slave owner. And he chased all the Native Americans. He is the architect of the Trail of Tears. <laughs> Yes, he, he is. got all yeah. brown people. They talk about him from Louisiana to Texas in every tour. Oh, yeah, well, he killed a lot of people, but we love him. Okay. But I'm I think I mean, I think Trump is living in his truth though. I don't think he's dumb and he doesn't realize that. I think he's saying there wouldn't be a civil war because we would have just killed all the black people or run them <laughs> off or like yeah, um, right. just really tied them right. to a tree and kept it moving, you know, like right. I, I think we have to hear him, you know, this is what he's saying, what he means I'm like I mean, Andrew Jackson much, and he's very much like Andrew Jackson, because Andrew Jackson ran on the platform of getting rid of big banks of getting rid of the bank here in, in Philadelphia because at during Andrew Jackson's time, the only bank that took care of all the money across the colonies was the, the bank here in Philadelphia near the White House, near the president's house, because they didn't call it the White House at the time. So the fact is, historically, if you go back and read Andrew Jackson's um, stomp speeches, like who he was talking to, everyone who voted for him were like the work, like will be considered working class. I got my slaves because somebody gave them to me as a, as a gift and it was my last nickels. Like, that's who he ran for. And they loved, loved, loved him. It's because of him that bankruptcy laws were put into, into law because the fall of cotton, the crash of cotton happened during Andrew Jackson's presidency. And he created bankruptcy laws to protect slave owners from losing their shirts. So, yes. So, yes. And their slaves. 
Not just their shirts, but their slaves. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, yeah, right. because you know, because he was the one that you no, know, because you had loans, you no know, mortgages were on basically bodies of flesh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yes, you are Cheeto, a lot like Andrew Jackson. I wish you knew when he was born and when he died and what his part was in history. But yes, so there you go. Also, our um, the leader of this country, he because he's not my president, um, has declared that Kim Jong Un is a smart cookie, <gasps> and <laughs> he's not sure how to handle North Korea now. But he wants to sit down, and he'd be open to sitting down at the table with them. North Korea did another test of their nuclear weapons this weekend, so I, I'm, I, I don't know what to say. I, does this really make him smart, Cookie? Sometimes like, you have to look at the positive. At least he didn't call him a fortune cookie. You know what? <laughs> I want you to find the back door to hell. The back door. Wow. And go walk in it. Go. Y'all are, y'all are talking to me like that shit couldn't happen. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking to you like it couldn't happen. I'm talking to you like it shouldn't even be a thought. Like we we you know scared you can me. say it, okay? Yes, and you scared me because you did really crawl into the mind of Donald Trump. You were him for a minute, <laughs> and I'm frightened. You, you channeled him. You did channel. It's only because my channeling is huge. I channel, my channeling is bigger <laughs> than anyone has <laughs> ever channeled before. Okay. Nobody can First channel. First of all, Derek, your I, channeling is not huge. Your channeling is huge. It's huge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> How dare you say a word that I can actually understand? It's huge. General Mike Flynn is back in the news, y'all. What do you do? They found proof, actual on paper proof, that he took this money from these Russians and he wasn't supposed to. Well, you knew it was coming, right? Like when he stepped down, because everybody on Trump's team is not afraid to lie and make up shit and like just bend the truth and all this kind of stuff. When they were like, hey, do you know some Russians? He's like, oh, I gotta go. Um, so I think I left the pot on the stove, and I'm I'm just gonna step out for a minute. Well, um, you knew you knew something was coming. Well, we knew he something was really coming when he asked for immunity. Apparently, um, what the um, intel committees have dug up is his retirement package, mm. and in his retirement paperwork, it says specifically and as we say on the south side of chicago specifically that (laughs) he (laughs) was not to take any money from any foreign governments for anything without reporting it point blank period and it says it both in bold and italic type oops oh not the italic yes so they they were like he uh, he absolutely is going to jail now. We just have some more questions. So at least Russia is back in play. Thank the Lord. 
and the Black Jesus. And uh, Max uh, And oh Maxine. He's gonna like lose his pension. <sighs> he could have got away with it too if it was another president. Oh well. well he would got away with it too if it wasn't for that old black woman. Do, okay, because she was not having <laughs> Maxine Waters is having none of it. No, she I see Maxine. Go. She's like this. Um, I'm starting with you, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna click all y'all off my chessboard by the end of this year. Chip. Yeah, yes. She's taking them down. Um, There are rumors floating that Justice Kennedy on the Supreme Court is rumored to be announcing his Mm -hmm. retirement either this June or next June. Mm -hmm. He is a moderate conservative. Uh He actually voted for gay marriage. Yep, he, he has he has upheld all the plan all Planned Parenthood, all abortion. Um, he's always a swing vote. He's always a swing vote, and he has swung very uh, liberal quite often. So good luck because they might get another bite at the apple before this mofo is impeached. Let us pray. Um, more, get all your laws in now. Get all get your laws in now. <laughs> um, line them up. Line them up. Line them up. Uh, Fox News has ousted yet another top executive, the co-president of Fox News, Bill Shine, quote, end quote, retired um, from Fox behind um, the sex- some sexual harassment and racist activity. Mm. Not racist at Fox. Oh no! Shut up! I didn't know what to do with that information. I was like lies. Like somebody else from Fox said he was racist. Like because he must have <laughs> yes. been like super racist. <laughs> like <laughs> he must have just been showing up in a whole outfit, a cloak. Like he had. He was the Grand Wizard. Because <laughs> if somebody at Fox is calling you a racist, what the hell have you done? Like, do you have a, just a, a black person on a string at his side, on the side of his desk? What? He drove up to work with a oh cross on the back of his pickup truck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was because like, that's, like, that's, that, that's way more racist than arm wrestling. <laughs> Why did you bring that up? The McConnell was very hurt by this. <laughs> oh God! Don't get me started. Now, I was watching a, a report the other day, and apparently, Roger Ailes was mm-hmm. not allowing any black people unaccompanied onto the executive floor in which he worked. Apparently, a black person accidentally walked into his office one day. And, and he was mind, never seen from again. Are you part of the Taliban? Are you here to assassinate me? And from that point oh. on, no black person, no brown person was allowed on that floor unaccompanied. What? Out a white who are the people that keep this job it's not enough money it's just not enough money it must be like something in the job description for Fox we're looking for somebody really overt racist overt sexist 
kind of like a pedophile, maybe rape somebody, if all these apply to you, rape, please rape call 212 <laughs> here's, here's the problem with that. It's, you know, we'll understand you. Let's say there's, there's too many definitions of rape. So they can't say that because those people don't think that they actually raped anybody. They don't really actually. know what I'm saying. Them. Like, I know, but I feel like it has to be like an add on Indeed. You know, and then like if, if you are asshole. if you are black and, if you are black or brown and culturally numb, please work at Fox because how much like how you come here culturally like, oblivious. Like you have to be completely culturally dead inside. Because I would have one week of that. I might make one week. And by Friday, it would be like, fuck you and all the little racist you. <laughs> it be like, like, I, 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 it'd be like Huey, be like this. What? I applaud you, Carla, for thinking that you could make it a week when we all know that you would not make it to lunch. I nope. probably, oh. we probably, no. you know, this, honey, he got a key to the house to come in for a reason. He knows his Carla. I, I've been like, what the, who the fuck is you talking to by nine o'clock in the morning? As soon as they had her, her employee ID and you, <laughs> and you, you get on that girl, girl, who the fuck you calling? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she would have made it past security in the parking lot. <laughs> well, let's not talk about security in the parking lot. Oh, we don't have time. We are on a schedule. Moving on. Michelle yes. Obama's husband is in the news again oh, because God. these people don't offer him four hundred thousand dollars, not four hundred thousand. No, four hundred thousand dollars to speak to somebody on Wall Street. And he said, uh, bitch, better have thine money. And <laughs> these white, crispy, crackety, crunchety, saltine Americans are pissy. He, and you know I love Elizabeth Warren like I love good chocolate, but she about to get put out of the club because she was on the television talking about he should not accept this money. Shame on him for accepting this money as a private citizen who no longer works for the government to give a speech. You dumb motherfuckers. Oh, well, she said that for real? She said that for real? Well, you know, you know Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren is all about, she don't want nobody getting no extra money because we ain't got no money. <laughs> No pause, no pause, because she was defending Hillary Rodham on the campaign That's trip. What I thought. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's not against everybody getting the money because she was defending her home girl mm-hmm. on the campaign trail. So Elizabeth can eat a dick. Oh, oh. But Carla, there, there's and, a number of. Mm-hmm. What? what there's a number saying? of black people that can stand in line behind her oh I'm not even I haven't even gotten to those motherfuckers that need to eat a dick neither okay I'll wait uh, oh I, have, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I can't can you say that again what you what you just you and he said it with such exuberance too okay I'll wait 
I my timeline and I saw all these crispity, crackly, crunchy Negro Americans. I can't believe it. I knew he was working for Wall Street. I knew he was working for the man. Yes, he worked for the man for damn near free for eight years. And now he's going to get some of the man's money. Eat a dick. Anybody. Yeah, what's, his, what's his annual salary? I mean, he keeps getting it. But what was the salary when he was president? He made, four, he made $400,000 a year. Right. Okay. Right. And he continues to get that. Because you get that. You continue to He'll get, get that forever. Mm-hmm. Right. So, That's what I thought. Okay. But in terms of what Barack Obama can make in these streets, he wasn't getting paid what he was worth. Right. I don't think any president except this one has gotten paid what they're worth. Actually, this one needs to be making $25 now. Like, maybe like right. 10 an hour. He needs minimum wage. This minimum and wage. Also, and also, he can You wait. guys are making me hungry. Oh, talking about dick. Dick and rice just sounds delicious. And so let's not forget and the, the massive dick eater for this evening is gen- the, the, the gentleman from uh, Vermont, Bernie Sanders. Uncle Colonel Bernie Sanders, you motherfucker, you. You can eat what do he do? He does the same thing Elizabeth Warren did. Yeah, same thing. He mm-hmm. was out here, I can't believe, shame on Barry Obama the first, Esquire, for taking <laughs> money from Shame on him. Eat a platter of a kimchi and dick with long grain oh, rice. Eat it. Because a lot of presidents leave office and make lots of money in the private sector doing exactly and they, that. And lots of money. And they, I yeah. that's what they were. That's what they did. Like I, I thought that. I was mean, not even, and not even just presidents. I mean, our former governor here made like he was telling us he actually talked about it how much he made once he wasn't governor of pennsylvania anymore and i mean now people like oh okay and, i mean and the, and so now y'all want to ask the first black president that now he got to be altruistic he got to be the motherfucking standard bearer and he got to turn down the four hundred thousand dollar speech yo mama right. yo mama's mama her mama fuck your cousin's mama's wow. aunt Wow. All types of mamas. Yeah, your mama. oh, mamas. All they your ain't even they mamas. They, they mamas, they mamas your Jewish mamas, mamas, your black mamas, didn't do nothing. Your Zimbabwe mamas. Fuck all your mamas. I am disgusted. Any Negro in the sound of my voice. The fact that you can fix your fucking lips and tell a black man to turn down four hundred thousand dollars. It makes my asshole want to dip a snuff. Go to hell. All the way to hell, eat fried crispy dick, eat kung pow dick, eat deep philosophy, mm. eat all That's a lot of dick. Oh, man. Can Sweet. I have a Twinkie dick on the side? That's a lot. <laughs> like, I don't all- ever want a Twinkie dick. And if you don't eat Chinese food, there's some Jamaican there's some Jamaican jerk dick on there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good too. How are we talking mm. about George W now? We were just all over the place. Uh, <laughs> we're okay. just sliding. I'm coming. I'm coming back. I'm coming back because that shit pissed me off 
so really? back. I could yeah. yeah. so But the thing that's bringing me back is that um, Michelle Obama's husband, Barack Hussein Obama, a.k.a. Barry Esquire, will be uh, down the street from my home in Chicago on Wednesday at the South Shore Cultural Center. Um, giving I know it was at the country club. Baby, I remember when it was country club, too. And we yeah. couldn't go in that mug. But now we can. And we used to have our church picnic there every year when I was little. We yep. did too. Yeah, uh, I love that place. It's a great place. So um, I feign it just a little bit because he'll be so close. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love I love your husband, Michelle Obama, but I respect you. Anyway, uh Jen, speak- I don't. I, I know you. <gasps> Michaela says she respects her enough to tell her this is what I'm doing with your husband. So let's clarify. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm. I respect her enough to be the the best side piece ever. No one will ever know. I will keep it out. Look, when when the Secret Service or whoever the FBI comes around and asks me, I will take that shit to the grave. I will never tell anybody, ever, no. ever, Ooh. ever. I'm just saying. I speak for the whole Blaze household when I say um, George Blaze, the husband, would also be the best side piece husband ever. <laughs> he would be like, she ain't doing nothing with nobody. Yeah. I don't know what you He would support that. Um, <laughs> he's like this. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Though, Look, I haven't had a crush on Barack. Like we, George and I were first dating when I had a like, yeah, Bar- Barry, um, as I call him. Um, he was running for state senator. Yes, when, when we fell in love, and so yes, I remember, girl. And so I let him go on his way. But I, I thought we had George and I had a long talk when we started dating. Like you know, I, I'm I'm down for yours, but if I get the call, I'm up. And he understood. Mm-hmm. he understood. He mm-hmm. understood. Um, they also, this Cheeto administration, has ended Michelle, Queen Michelle Obama's uh, girls' education initiative. So, bye for that. Y'all don't need to read. Y'all don't need to learn about science and stuff. Y'all don't need that. Girls don't need it. Girls don't need that support. Okay. Um, real quick. Uh, today was May 1st. First, when did this damn year go? Why is it May 1st? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm telling you, everybody felt it speeding up because they tried to get over these four years real quick. Oh, Interesting perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the it's whole like world. Cosmos. The whole world is like, we need to get done. We need to get done. Um, but today is on May 1st. They're traditionally May Day marches. Um, yeah. And today, the marches in the street were lit. Now, I don't know how y'all taking all this time off work because y'all got it lit on Saturday for to march against everything that uh, Cheeto represents. But then y'all came back today mm-hmm. and lit it up. Chicago, New York, LA, Dallas, lit, 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 lit. So everybody hashtag yeah. resist. Keep protesting because you can see from the budget that the protesting it's working. Y'all got these. How, this is the other thing. Just real quick. You all have, you Republicans have every branch. You have every branch and the balance on the Supreme Court. And you still 
got played in the budget. Mm. And you still mm-hmm. and you still support Planned Parenthood and you're still giving money to sanctuary cities and calling them sanctuary cities. You're still getting played. You got played on health care. You're going to get played on these taxes. And you people have all the power. How is this happening? It's happening because y'all didn't think, you didn't understand that your constituents weren't playing these reindeer games with you. No, people are standing <laughs> on people's porches. Like, they're like, no. I mean, like today here, you know, the city of Philadelphia teachers haven't had a raise in five years. Damn. So they were, they were definitely, it was a thousand, about 800 people. As of this, as of yesterday, last night, 500 teachers had called out. Because in your contract, and this is most contracts across the country, you could take a personal day to participate in a protest. And mm. so like they did. But they were giving bonuses to subs today. Like, if you mm. show up, we'll give you an extra $50. I mean, it wasn't enough subs. So classrooms did not, like some classrooms just didn't have no teachers today. Because you keep wow. playing with people's lives and you keep playing with people's money. Oh, and the dovetail on the story from last week about Chicago, school will be in session until the end of the school year, the original end of the school year. Oh, that's right. You all passed the budget final. Yes? No, that's not Illinois why. Did. No. They just Ron was Ron was Ron was screaming that he was trying to he was bluffing. And then um he was trying to uh sue the state for racist and biased uh, funding to the Chicago public schools and the well, judge recognized it when he saw it. Well, you know, if it walks like a duck, birds of a feather, all of those things. Um, right. So when the um, when the courts were like, yeah, it is some bias, but you know, we ain't, we can't, still can't give you this money. Ron was like, fine, schools in session then. So he was really just bluffing, um, trying to get money, yeah. more money for the school district. Right, right. that makes sense. So, yeah. That's what he did. So, you know, but most of that calling off his calling his blood <coughs> parents were like, um, no, uh, no, no, uh, hell no. <laughs> like, right. where, because, because where are we going to put our kids? I mean, like, I, I'm, sending, I'm sending my children to school. Now, if the building's not open, I don't have any control over that. But that's where my children will be until the end. <laughs> They'll be right on that front porch. That well, like, Makala's yeah. children were gonna be at um, Salem Baptist Church. <laughs> okay. T-shirts all with matching T-shirts. <laughs> so mm. listen, um, let me let me give you all a little finger sandwich, a little something to chew on. How much would you pay to go to one of these music festivals? Ooh, I know what you're about to talk about. Like, baby. How much <laughs> money, uh, how much is it worth to you? Because let me tell what you. What kind of festival are you talking about? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, which one? Job Rule. Baby. And some other <laughs> randoms got together and they were going to do this music festival, this festival called the Fire Festival. F-Y-R-E. Spelled incorrectly. That's correct. That's right. Yes. So, uh, they they are currently being sued (laughs) by 
<laughs> by the participants at this festival because it was supposed to be a luxurious like music upscale blase skippy and people got there because these motherfuckers used many many of the nerves they had they were charging people thousands of dollars anywhere between wow. one and ten thousand dollars um what? to stay at this it was supposed to be a resort but it was um a unfinished um spot in the desert and they were staying in disaster relief tents basically no. this shit was hilarious and it's a bunch of privileged ass kids because who's gonna pay ten thousand dollars for a damn show so these motherfuckers were gobsmacked when they got there and they got to like <laughs> John Rule made a they, you know what? piece of cheese on it. It was hyster the pictures are hysterical. Oh God. It is oh the gosh. worst thing. It, so it, those of you who have not seen the pictures of the fire festival uh fairgrounds or festival grounds, <laughs> please God. If you if you don't do anything else I tell you to do tonight, go and look at these pictures. These motherfuckers, this shit looked like the Syrian damn camps. Like it really did. It really did. And it was it was also like um I can't remember what island it was, but it was a remote island part of an island. And so it really did look like like the Haiti disaster relief. <laughs> Oh my God! Like all they wow. need was like a helicopter to drop off peanut butter sandwiches for Some ten G's. There is a picture of a sandwich on white bread. Like that's what it was like in a in a like a styrofoam thing you get from the store. Oh, God. here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. It's not what they did. It's that they didn't sell it properly. Because what they should have sold them was the opportunity to live like a a a a, a, a refugee, like a refugee. Oh, get in touch with your Here's refugee. opportunity for three days to experience to like the life of a refugee to your own personal soundtrack right. for just ten thousand dollars. And this and when you go home. home when you go home, donate your time to a refugee camp because you know what it feels like now. Because we're gonna they, take this money and go home. Because they do know what it feels like. There are prison camps that look better than this foolery that happened at the fire festival. So now they are trying to avoid the lawsuits and they're giving people their money back. But these were so thousands of dollars these children spent. And people came though. That's the thing. It's ridiculous. Um, well, because they were supposed to, they were also promised, like, it was going to be like, you know, like the Tom Joyner cruise, yeah. where all the people, all the stars <laughs> are supposed to be living with you. So you, it's like a weekend of, like, just hanging out with famous people. Um, so, I mean, like, the Tom Joyner cruise is, I think, six, $7,000 a person. But... Um, but it's literally you're on the boat with the famous people. You do get right. to hang out. There's concert after concert after concert. And there's a night. huge percentage of that money goes to HBCUs. Like he gives, he actually gives real money to students as opposed to like what the NAACP does. I'm like, is do you get money? So yeah. Well, but, and there's also like staff to clean up and yes. chefs and like yeah. And there are and other excursions. Like it's not just about that, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's it's a oh, lot you can do, and there's no white, there's no uh, American cheese and white bread and mayonnaise sandwiches. American cheese and white American bread and mayonnaise. white bread. Swear to God, it was it's hysterical. You, you, have, it, you must. Mm-hmm. This is the most entertainment you'll have tonight. Don't worry about loving hip hop. No, go look at the pic. Go on Twitter and find these pictures. It is the greatest thing you'll ever see with your eyes. Oh, and Blink One Eighty Two pulled out at the last minute. Right. The, even the stars were like, "I'm out of here. This is some bullshit." <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And now oh, they have yeah. to give all that money back. Poor Jaja. Poor little Ja Rule. Poor Juju. Paul Booska. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, baby, baby. So, I was not going to give the, ooh, girl, you did that award until <laughs> I saw this amazing clapback from Hillary Clinton's dog, baby girl, Chelsea Clinton. Mm. So, one of the greatest clapbacks of all time I'm pulling it up so I can read it verbatim. <laughs> word for word. Uh, so he, a little little Chelsea tweeted after she read um, Donald Trump's statements about Andrew Jackson. <laughs> oh God, his like story. I'm like, what is that, <sighs> is that real? A memory. Little, little little Chelsea Clinton. One word answer: slavery. Longer. <laughs> when Andrew Jackson died in 1845, parenthetically 16 years before the Civil War began, he owned 150 men, oh. women, and children. Thank so you. somebody tried to come for her. A Trump troll. Oh. His name was Colin. He said, breaking. Chelsea Clinton discovered Google. Oh, God. Then- this next one. Then little Chelsea clapped back again. She said, hi, Colin. I've been to Hermitage, Andrew Jackson's home in Tennessee. Worth visiting. Doesn't shy away from Jackson's slave-owning history. (laughs) Wink, wink. So little Chelsea gets the, ooh, girl, you did that award. Tonight. She deserves it. She deserves it. She deserves it. She's like, I'm sorry that you only have Google. I went to Tennessee. Yeah. I'm a millionaire. I get to travel the world. (laughs) And I take in all kinds of historical things because, like, you know, Clinton, hello. And I'm an only child. Famous daughter, famous, famous daughter of two of the most powerful political president figures in popular uh, politics. Me, Chelsea. Uh, So, and today, the winner of the most blackest colored Negro award goes to CNN commentator Angela Rye. Yay! I love her. Yeah. Again, people, if you have not Googled this, please Google Angela Rye rips Omarosa. Ooh! Ooh! I haven't seen it! Ooh! Oh, oh, yeah, it was. My 
motherfucking God. So Uncle Al Sharpton had some kind of award ceremony, black women rising thing that he did. And Omarosa was there for whatever reason. And she used language. She spoke words about how the Cheeto wasn't the devil. Angela Price was being presented an award. So they called her up and she picked up her award and she got it. And then she said, uh, she called her the president's apprentice. She did not use her name. She said, so the president's apprentice just stood up and said that he was about diversity. And then wackiness ensued. She did not say thank you, anything about her award. She spent a whole solid 90 seconds ripping Omarosa and reading her for filth. It is a thing of beauty. You have to see it with your eyes. Angela, Angela, Angela Rye, because she is everything. So she is. I follow her on Instagram. She really is. She oh, has. Damn. Her field of fucks has been is barren and has been barren for a long time. Like she has burned her field of fucks to the ground and salted the earth, so no more fucks can grow there. <laughs> she didn't pour bleach on that shit. She like um. I'm like good. she has burned and salted the field, so there are no more fucks that will be growing there at all. I so if you have not seen it, she called that broad the president's apprentice. I said, No, you didn't. Yes, you did. You get the blackest, most colored Negro award this evening, girlfriend. And on that note, we are about to be out so join us next time for a brand new installment of high tea with carla stillwell once again here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us binge listen to your favorite poppy chula radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives you can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through itunes just search for high tea with carla stillwell and subscribe like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR high tea. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting Go. Fundme.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, can you wish our listeners a good night? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally going to sing the sound of music, like, so long, farewell, but I, I'm just going to roll with what you said. Good night. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Wait.
he wasn't just in the show? Like, why is it always shenanigans? <laughs> I was just saying goodnight. I can't tell it's that, you know, it was weirdly. I mean, <laughs> I was trying to actually get in first because you were saying, you know, don't jump on people. So I didn't jump on nobody. I just said goodnight really fast. So it wouldn't be a pause. There it is. Salad dressing. Salad with no salad dressing. It's like a fashion show with no fashion. Mm. That was deep. Thank you for leaving us with those thoughts. I'm honor that. <laughs> That's fire. That's fire right there. Good night, everybody. I'm not doing it anymore. One day we will end this show without shenanigans and tomfoolery. <laughs> I have faith. Download new episodes of High Tea with Carla Stilwell every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio, Ar- Radio Archives. Thank you all so much for dealing with me and this band of merry fools. Good night. <laughs>